Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Charles Jenkins and Fellowship Chicago and I don't know if you didn't know but I'm gonna affirm for you and tell you this morning that we serve an awesome 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 and mighty God and if you just take a minute and just bless his name Father God we thank you we bless your name you are such an awesome God you are such a mighty God you are such a wonderful God you are such a great God Lord God you are not an anxious God so therefore we should not be anxious Lord God bless your people today give them revelation give them knowledge of your word Lord God we just thank you you are an awesome God well welcome to coffee and conversations with Lakeisha it's your girl LMJ in this place today and I just want to celebrate the things of God I just want to bless his holy name I just love being in his presence I love spending time with him I love just everything that he's doing in my life and I'm just so grateful for God like I'm just so grateful for God I'm just so grateful for Jesus I was talking to a good friend of mine 
a little bit yesterday um, that I knew I needed to catch up with. And they asked me, they were like, how are you really? And I was like, I'm in the best place I've ever been. Like I'm in the best space that I've ever been. And it has nothing to do with whether or not I think it's perfect. It has to do with just where I am with God in this season in my life. And I'm so full of joy and so many other things. And it felt good to be able to say that. But it also felt good to be able to say that and know that it wasn't predicated on things. And so we serve an awesome and a mighty, 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 wonderful, amazing, just, fair, untouchable, sovereign God. And I'm just grateful for him. Thank you for logging on. Thank you for hanging us, hanging out with us. Hey, Instafam. Hey, YouTube. Hey, Facebook. Hey, Apple. Hey, Google. Hey, Spotify. Hey, PeopleCast. Um, hey, just hey, everybody. And however you connect with us through the day, I'm just so blessed and honored to be able to share this moment. Shout out to all my people overseas. Uh, whether you know it or not, Coffee and Conversations is in other countries. So shout out to Brazil and shout out to South Korea and shout out to Germany and shout out to all of our other islands and places that you are in and big up to all of y'all in the United States and those of you from Arkansas and Atlanta and Michigan and California and Texas and all of our other states. I'm just so grateful for you and I'm just so happy to share this time with you in the Lord. Um, we're going to get started in today. A uh, couple announcements. Tomorrow night is Bible study, ladies Bible study. If you've never been a part of ladies Bible study, we are starting a brand new series um, tonight, The Power of Words by Robert Morris. Um, you can order the book online and we can ship it to you in a couple of days. Or you can download it in Kindle as well. But whatever you do, don't allow that, uh, don't allow not having the book to stop you from fellowshipping with us. Uh, you can fellowship online or you can come hang out with us in person. And I'm just going to admonish you, if you're in the state of Arkansas, ask the Holy Spirit to show you how to adjust your schedule and come hang out with us in person. Come hang out with us live for Bible study. God just does something in, in us in this Bible study. And I'm so grateful we have prayer from 6 to 6.30. And then um, that's it. Uh, I would I want to also invite some of you in to be a part of Feed the Streets. Feed the Streets it happens September the 28th. We go out and serve our brothers and sisters in Christ who may need a meal. It's not just for the homeless. It's for anybody who needs a meal. So we cook food and we bag it up and we just go serve people in the neighborhood looking for people who may, may need a meal and invite. So I would love for you to be a part of Feed the Streets. If you're not here locally, you can also make a donation for Feed the Streets. We also are partnering with Salvation Army, Dorcas House, and some others to serve women, to serve family, to serve children. We'll have a coat drive coming soon. And I'm saying this, so consider just being a partner with the ministry Period. We are 501c3. Ties, offering, you can do all of that here. Um, but consider connecting 
um, so that you can be an extension of what God is doing through us, through the earth. I need to shout out and thank you, my sponsors who help pay for radio time and airtime. We're also on JoyNet. And um, those of you that just so into that area of ministry, I appreciate you. You are helping getting the gospel throughout the world. And every time one of y'all shares a, a devotional or forward it or send it out to people, I'm so grateful for you. And I'm not grateful for you for me. I'm grateful for you for Jesus and for God and for you being an active part in what God is doing throughout this earth, which is getting the gospel and discipling others throughout the earth. And for any of you that recently made a big decision to either accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, or for any of you that made a big decision to come back to Christ, I'm so proud of you. But more so, God is so proud of you. I'm so, 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 so proud of you. So proud of you. Like, I'm so proud of you. I am. I'm so proud of you. It was a big step. It was a hard step. And for any of you that make a decision to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior today, I want to help disciple you. I want to help you draw into a closer relationship with God. Um, discipleship is key after we accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, after we make a decision to follow him. So I'm just grateful. So y'all know how Mondays are for those of you that are new and just get logging on. Every Monday we give out all our little um, tidbits for the week, talk about everything that's going in LMJ Ministries. Also, hey, if you don't have a copy of the book, of, of the book, The Launch, we have more copies of The Launch in. Place an order and we'll ship you out a copy of The Launch immediately. Um, also, there is an entrepreneurship class coming. And even if you don't know if you're an entrepreneur, if you thought, think that God has placed something on the inside of you, then this workshop is for you. Registration is going to close. I don't know if I'm going to leave it open to the day, but go ahead and get registered. If you're a partner of the ministry, you get a discount. But go ahead and get registered for this class and say, I really need to be here. Because there's also going to be networking and just some other things that goes on on site and will be available online as well. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. God is going to give us strategies, wisdom, and knowledge to build kingdom businesses. And then also a new, a new program is launching. Um, I'm launching some things that day, but if you're not connected to the workshop, you won't get first access to it, right? Uh, and also pay attention. We got a lot of other things that's coming up in ministry, prayer walls, different things. I'm just super excited what God is doing um, through this ministry and just for blessing us. And if you have any questions about the ministry, you can log on to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, or you can send us an email at info at just being LMJ and one of the ministry team. And if you're interested in booking me, because sometimes people drop stuff on the Facebook page. I'm not the only person on the Facebook page. I'm not the only person that can answer the Facebook page. So if you're trying to book me or get in contact with me personally, then info at justbeinglmj.com is the best way for you to connect with that. Um, and, it, and it works for there. And I am available for special events. So that concludes all our morning announcements for the week. Oh, one more. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's free. And our videos don't stay in place here on Facebook anymore. So they expire after a certain time. Go get subscribed to the YouTube channel, um, Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. And do me a favor and subscribe on the website as well, LakeishaMJohnson.com.
come and I just appreciate you. The glory of the Lord is in this place and it's in your life. I'm so excited. Like I'm so excited about kingdom and I'm so excited about what God is doing. And I just want to encourage you, keep on keeping on. So we are, um, we're going to talk a little bit about fasting and fasting without a cause. And I dropped and shared some things in the devotional about fasting. And um, it's predicated on, oh, thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you, Berta. Um, thank you. Thank you. Don't make me be weepy. Um, he, he sharing, he's going to share some things with us this week. We talked about the eyes of our the lamp last night we oh india come on india come on india thank you from india uh we talked about the eyes of our understanding opening our eyes we talked about our eyes being the lamp to our soul and i just want to share some i got a couple things i need to share with you some of this stuff you're gonna have to fast you're gonna have to fast this out <laughs> you're gonna have to fast it out no it's not my birthday today my birthday is not till december some of this stuff you're gonna have to fast you're gonna have to fast this out. You're going to have to fast it out. Some of this stuff is not just going to fall off of you. And so last week, your eyes should have been opened or enlightened to just some areas in which there may not be the light on, right? The light is not on. Um, but, um, you and you know you need to grow in that area and so god reveals some the areas to me in which i need more light in that area he was showing me some things this morning through the book of james and so last week you should have been um you should have uh the light should have been on right the the, the the light should have been revealed or there should have been some areas revealed to you um, where in which the light wasn't on. And so we're going to talk about how to deal with those areas in which um, in which the light isn't on and how do we get breakthrough in those areas and how do we overcome those areas because a lot of times we'll think we um have revelation uh for something and it's still just mental assent because when you can i tell you something when you come into the presence of god and when you come into the glory of god something always changes so if you're in your word like you're supposed to if you're like and i'm not talking about from a very flesh and from a very surface type place but if you are connected to god like you think you connected to god then breakthroughs happen, change comes. I was talking to a good friend last night. We were talking about that. I'm like, a lot of times we think we're in God's presence or we have revelation for something. And he and he was like, then manifestation takes place. And I said, manifestation always takes place when we're in God's presence. And so sometimes, uh, a lot of times for me, the fasted, fast is what breaks that so one more other thing i need to share with you um uh one more thing i need else i need to share with you is i want you to pray and ask god to give you revelation um and let you see how not to make the things of god so common right and i'm gonna give you an example like um sometimes we'll be talking about the 
word. We'll be talking about the word of God. Um, and we use commonality, like it's not active, like it's not holy and like it's not um, li li uh, living. And I'm going to give you an example. So if somebody gives us revelation of God's word or we're talking about God's word, we'll use common terms like, oh, that's good stuff. And I know this sounds petty, but it's really not. And we have to make sure we don't make the word of God too common and just ask the Lord, Lord, give me revelation if I've made your word so common in my life or common in my words, because our words are really actually reflective of what we feel towards the word of God and the word, the word is the word and the word is Jesus and the word is the Holy Spirit and the word is active and living and the word is inspirational and the word is encouraging. But when we use things like, oh, that's good stuff or Oh, that's oh, that was good information. Just ask the Holy Spirit to show show you um, how I've made the Word of God commonplace, or how I don't allow the Word of God or treat it as if it's holy. And that's also the things of God, like places of prayer, the devotional. Anytime we come into His presence, anytime we're studying the Word of God, because we'll make those things so common that we miss the the holiness or we don't sanctify it or we don't make it precious or we don't uh, uh, re 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 um, we don't um, do what we need to do we don't have the rep we don't have the revelation of what it is and so we treat it very common that's the best way and so then we're not exalting it and um, so just pray and ask the Holy Spirit, give me revelation where I've made the word of God common or the things of God common, like this time of devotional or prayer times. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And we're not reveling in the things of God. And instead, we treat it as very commonplace or we don't treat it as if it's holy. Right. And we don't treat it as if it's holy. So just ask the Lord to give you. Uh, revelation of how I'm making the word of God way too common, right? And I'm taking the things of God way too common or I'm taking prayer too common as if it's no big deal or when I'm in the devotional because it's easy to get distracted and make the things of God so common or using like just stuff like, you know, all that's good stuff. It's like the word of God ain't no stuff, right? This is the word of God. This is the word of God. The word of God ain't no stuff. It's bigger than some stuff. This is the living, acting word of God. And so making sure we understand the holiness and sanctifying those places and understanding what that means. Okay. That's it. Let's get into the word today. That's all our announcements. Our Mondays look a little bit different. That's all of our things. So pray and ask God, show me where I've made you commonplace. God, that's good. Show me where I've made you commonplace. Show me where I've made prayer commonplace. And I mean common as is, as if no revelation, no, 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 there's no holiness. This is not beautiful. This is not amazing. Um, we can't make the things of God commonplace ever or like they're no big deal. We got to be cautious of that. So we're going to talk about fasting today and we're going to get some revelation. Um, God re revealed to us that our issues last week were our eyes. And if our issues are our eyes, 
then what do we do with the issues with our eyes? And um, the, word, the word of God actually says, if your eyes are causing you to sin, pluck them out, right? Uh, and I don't think God wants you to stab your eye out, but I do think he wants you to take a stab at sin. He wants you to remove yourself from the things that are causing you to sin or remove yourself from the things that are causing you to get into a position or a place of repetitive behavior or cycles. And I know to be a truth, the only way that you're going to break and come into the presence of God and draw closer to the things of God is really actually going to be um, through proper fasting and through proper um, places in which we get into his presence and get into his face because things are going to break. But the other thing becomes with, with that is, we have to understand what's standing in our way of God. And sometimes there are things that are standing in the way of God. And we don't even realize the things that's standing in the way of God. And we're so tuned into other things that we're under untuning God, tuning God out. There's two things I want you to be clear of and I want you to make sure you're writing down and put a pen in. First of all, fasting will never work if you are operating in unforgiveness. It's very hard for fasting to work. And I'm going to back this up in the scripture in just a minute. It's very hard for fasting to work if you are in unforgiveness. It's very hard for fasting to work if you have strife and you have very, it's very hard for fasting to work if also your motive for fasting is selfishness. Um, and that goes the same thing for your prayers because fasting and praying goes hand in hand. And so as we look at this, fasting and look at how do we break and how do we change um, what our eyes have been focused on and how do we come out of this? Because a lot of times people are like, I'm ready to come out of this. I'm tired of this. I keep cycling back. And the only reason things keep cycling back. And a lot of times we'll be rebuking the devil. We like, and we take an authority and we casting him out. And then the same thing cycles back again. But the problem with the cycle is because we're not putting, we're not sitting on it in the word until it pops. And so you got to begin to ask the Holy Spirit, show me what else has my attention. So show me also what has my attention. If I needed something to break or change in my life, right? Is Facebook, and I'm not on Facebook. I love Facebook because it's helping me become, helping me spread the gospel, right? And it's helping me get the word out of there. But if I'm needing to see a change in my life, is Facebook the solution? Like, is Facebook the solution? Is uh, going to my friends sol the solution? Well, not unless they have the wisdom or the counsel of God in them. And so a lot of times we need to break something to break or us to come out of cycles or we need more wisdom in an area, but we won't sit on that thing until it pops. We won't put the pressure on it in the word until it props. I was talking to Josiah this morning about his healing. He was up and we were just talking about healing. And I told him, I said, you're going to have to, because you're already healed. And can I give you that revelation this morning? You already got everything that you need from God. You already, you've already done it. You've already, um, Jesus already paid. He already came. So he already was bruised. He was already chastised. All of that already manifests. All of those things already have manifested. All of those things, we just got to 
we just got to walk into them. And I told him, I said, your healing has already manifested, but you're going to have to sit on the word. Anytime symptoms rise, anytime a system rise, you're going to have to sit on that thing until it pops. You're going to have to sit on that thing until it pops. Like you're going to have to sit on it until you get the revelation for it, right? And you're going to have to sit on it until you walk into the fullness of it and you understand what the word is saying about it or what the word reveals about it. Yeah, Tia, that's good. Our friends aren't the solution if they don't have the wisdom and knowledge of God. They, they're not going to be the solution for you. Um, and so making sure you understand to sit on that thing until it pops. And for me, that's what a fast does. And so if nobody has ever properly taught you about fasting, then you don't want to, you won't understand what the fast is doing for you. And you'll return to your normal nature, remember? Because the light can be on and nobody can be home. Or the light can be illuminated in one room. Like the room that I'm in right now is really, really bright, but the rest of my house is dark, right? And so the light can can be on in one particular area and then the rest of your air life is dark and so if you don't have revelation or light or the word is not illuminated in that area then there's going to be a problem we got to go back to our scripture first corinthians 2 14 it says the person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of god but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit can I tell you something? Um, if I was really, 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 really trying to get a breakthrough on something, um, I would eliminate everything else around me until that breakthrough came. I'm just going to be honest. I would pursue God. I would be like, uh, I would pursue God with such a passion. I would pursue God with such an intensity. I would pursue the word of God in such a place until this thing began to manifest in my life. And the reason I'm telling you this is because I had to do this, right? I spent almost a complete year fasting because I knew there were one things in my life that I did not want to live with anymore. Um, these were spiritual led fast and I knew I needed to get over Lakeisha and I spent almost a complete year in a state of fasting, but it wasn't just fasting from food. It was fasting from friends. It was fasting from social media. Like I was, um, I was, um, studying. I was, a uh, working social media, but I was not spending any personal time on social media because I needed to center myself on God. And I had too many rooms that were still dark and I was tired of it. And I just got sick and tired of it. And I just was like, I just don't want to live less than my divine nature and less than what you've called me to be. And the only reason, the only way this is going to manifest and the only way that it, this is going to happen is I knew the Holy Spirit was showing me I was going to have to fast these things out of my system. I was going to have to dedicate more time to God. I was going to have to be more diligent in my time to God. And I was going to have to come away from the things that were bringing enmity between me and God, the things that were coming between me. And God, and I realized it had a lot to do with my socialization, and I realized it had a lot to do with a lot of what's going on. So let me say a quick prayer, and then let me give you this read the scripture, and then we know Mondays are always our formal weeks where we kind of are we introduce for those of you who are new. Mondays are kind of our we describe it, we talk about it, we get the scripture, and then we begin to chew on it for the rest of the week, and so. 
Fasting isn't going to work if you don't have a cause and fasting is necessary and fasting looks so different for so many of us. It used to be just where food was the fast. Well, if food isn't your issue, then television may have to be the fast. Um, it's uh, Social media may have to be the fast. I've had people take themselves off social media and then they only connect the coffee and conversations through YouTube or they only use one mode of social media. It's just been so many different things, but that was the way that I... I, um, that was the, the way that I had to break chains and destroy yokes because there were some things that I still had my eyes on. The, the Jesus has set me free from them, right? I've already been redeemed from them. I've already been released from them, but I was still struggling to hold on to things. If things are a part of our normal makeup, a part of our normal character, a part of how we've been taught, then we will continue in that way without seeking the Lord um, the way that we need to seek the Lord. And so for me, it had to go, it had to happen through a fast, but I could not have received this in my natural man. I could only receive that in my spiritual man. So Father, we thank you for revelation in your word. We thank you the eyes of our understanding and the hope and call of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Father God is manifesting daily in our lives. Father God, give your people um, hearing ears and eyes to see what you are saying to us today, Lord God, and let no devil in hell prevent us from walking into your greater glory, from walking more into the things of you, Lord God. We cast down every hindering spirit, every demonic principality, anything that is exalting itself, anything that is high-minded, anything that is leaving us in a place in which we um, cannot get enough of you, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, that we were designed to commune with you daily. Let the Holy Spirit manifest in us. Let us be evident in evidence in our lives, Father God. We thank you for bringing us into holiness. We thank you, Father God, for giving us uh, the mind of Christ and that we operate in the will of God. And we thank you, Father God, for just your holy place and all you called us to be in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. And so we are, um, we are, if you're if you're just logging in, we're talking about fasting. We've been talking about what we're going to be studying this week. I'm getting ready to read Isaiah 58. Um, and we're going to get into some other scriptures and talk about because fasting and praying go hand to hand and talking about making sure our prayers are not being selfish. And God is going to give us so much revelation this week. Um, if you're open to receive it, that I know that it's going to change your life because studying it has changed my life. <laughs> Studying it is changing my life. This morning as I was reading this, he gave me something in James that we're going to talk about. And I was like, I've been doing this. I've been guilty of this. I've been I've been doing this. And I was like, Lord, forgive me for this because this is not your desire for me. This is not how you built me. This is not how you designed me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I did not realize that I was doing this. And so my eyes were opening, opening up early, right? My eyes were opening up early. Timmy says, go to bed early. Yep. That, that, that part of your sleep, your rest, all of that comes, but revelation will also come through you fast. A fast makes you desperate for God. A fast makes you desperate for God, but a fast also reveals to you the things in you that do not line up with God, that don't even look like God. Um, things that you thought were still God, ways that you've been operating in that are not God, and that'll be revealed. So let me re read Isaiah 58, and then this week we're 
going to get into the chunks and the meat of Isaiah 58. And then I'm going to ask you a question um, because this will help you pinpoint um, when you begin to fast or how to fast. So it says, Isaiah 58, it says, shout with the voice. And this is the New Living Translation. Shout with the voice of a trumpet blast. Shout aloud. Don't be timid. Tell my people Israel of their sins, yet they act so pious. They come to the temple every day and seem delighted to learn all about me. They act like a righteous nation that would never abandon the laws of its God. They ask me to take action on their behalf, pretending they want to be near me. We have fasted before you, they say. Why aren't you impressed? We have been very hard on ourselves and you don't even notice. I will tell you why I respond, and this is God talking. It's because you're fasting to please yourselves. Even while you fast, you keep oppressing your workers. What good is fasting when you keep on fighting and quarreling? This kind of fasting will never get you anywhere with me. You humble yourselves by going through the motions of penance, bowing your heads like reeds, bending in the wind. You dress in burlap and cover yourselves with ashes. Is this what you call fasting? Do you really think this will please the Lord? No, this is the kind of fasting I want. Free those who are wrongly imprisoned. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free and remove the chains that bind people. Share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need them and do not hide from relatives who need your help. And do not hide from relatives who need your help. Then your salvation will come like the dawn and your wounds will quickly heal. Your godliness will lead you forward and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. Then when you call, the Lord will answer. Yes, I'm here. He will quickly reply. Remove the heavy yoke of oppression. Stop pointing your finger and spreading vicious rumors. Feed the hungry and help those in trouble. Then your light will shine out from the darkness and darkness around you will be as bright as noon. The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. Some of you will rebuild the deserted ruins of your cities. Then you will be known as a rebuilder of walls and a restorer of homes. Keep the Sabbath day holy. Don't pursue your own interests on that day, but enjoy the Sabbath and speak of it with delight as the Lord's holy day. Honor the Sabbath in everything you do on this day and don't follow your own desires or talk idly. Then the Lord will be your delight and I will give you great honor and satisfy you with the inheritance I promised to your ancestor Jacob. I, the Lord, have spoken. And so, this is the kind of fast, the latter part of that scripture, and we're going to break it down. So I want to ask you this, and I really want you to meditate on this. And if you tell me absolutely nothing, and you don't have to tell me, I'm talking about write this down in your journal, write this in your notes. What did the Lord reveal to you about yourself last week? Because if he didn't reveal to you anything about yourself last week, you didn't spend enough time in your presence. If he didn't reveal anything to you, you cannot be in his presence. You not, cannot be in the word. You cannot be, we cannot have talked about all we talked about last week. And God did not reveal an area of you that you need to work on more, right? What did the Lord reveal to you about yourself last week? Not about anybody else. What did God reveal to you about 
yourself? What did he show you you needed to work on? What did he show you you needed to connect to? What did he show you that you needed to disconnect from? Where did he show you you were barren? Where did he show you where you need to open your eyes more? Where did he show you you need to grow more? Because last week when he was revealing to us that the eyes were our problem, then he should have been revealing where our eyes were closed. And if he didn't reveal to you an area in which your eyes were closed, then you were not open to receive or you were not hearing what he was saying. Because I'm telling you, my eyes were open to me. <laughs> my eyes were open to some areas in which I need to grow. And remember, I told you become because where where were you show you where your areas of what you need to work on. God will reveal to you the areas in which you need to work on. And if he didn't show you that you had anything you needed to work on last week, then you're missing or not hearing God like you're supposed to. The word is supposed to be changing us and growing us and maturing us in the things of God. And he'll celebrate you, but you're also going to see the areas in which you're really dark, right? Or areas in which you need to grow or areas in which you need to mature. I'm understanding more and more why he's telling us to talk less. I'm understanding more and more why he's saying, come before us um, um, differently. And my, I'm just talking to you. So know and understand without a doubt. What did he read here? Matthew 6 and 22. The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light, right? So if your eye is not healthy in a particular area, then your uh, whole body is full of light. Paula said he revealed self-esteem issues to her. What did he tell you about self-esteem? How did he tell you it's manifesting? How does he tell you you exhibit poor self-esteem? How did he tell you you need to work on your self-esteem how did he tell you to address your self-esteem because self-esteem looks differently right if so and i'm just using what paula said as an example so if he really revealed to you you have a dark place on your self-esteem then what he should have also revealed to you the strategy the scripture the word and he also had should have shown to you how self-esteem was manifesting tammy said to not ponder on future events right so if he showed you to not ponder on future events. How do I ponder on future events? What does that look like? So you got to learn how to make the word applicable so that the word changes your life because you'll be caught into behaviors that you don't even realize are worry or weariness, or you'll be caught up in behaviors that further make your self-esteem worse, right? When we're solid in the things of God, when our self-esteem is an area that's attacked, then we have probably have areas that we exhibit that behavior as well, right? We exhibit that behavior. And what we'll do is we'll be doing things to satisfy our self-esteem that don't have absolutely anything to do with God, but they look like they have to do with God and they're not surface things. So last night, that's good. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Last night, it last week, it should have been revealed to you, um, the areas, my God, that's hard, Tracy. That's hard. The areas in which um, this is happening. This is where my eyes are not opening. And if they reveal to you as friendships to let go, then those friendships were probably hindering or not 
put, are not allowing you to pull closer into the things of, the, of God that you need to. And so you have to, um, you have to look at that. You have to ask myself, what was he, what, what are you trying to reveal to me? Where is the light on? Not on. And I think that the light is on. That's good, Teresa, that I need to let go of pride and pride takes so many forms. Um, pride won't allow you to grow. Pride won't allow you to bless. Pride, pride, pride will, pride will always feel, make you feel like you need to keep talk just so many different things so you have to ask him to show you these things what was he revealing hilda said trying to please people and forgetting who i am in the eyes of god that's good so lord what does that look like and then what are the scriptures that i need to focus on um so that this area of my life grows in you grows in the revelation of your word grows in the truth and let it not continue in the same path god is not going to bring you to something he's not going to show you something and not give you revelation of how to grow and change it. <laughs> how to grow and change it he's not going to do that he's just not a god like that he's not going to point something out to you and then not bring you revelation of what to do in isaiah 58 he clearly tells them you are not fasting properly and then he comes back and he shows them this is how you properly fast so if he says you're you lazy in your relation with me i need you to stay consistent he's going to give you a strategy for staying consistent that's just he's not going to leave you out there guessing that's the good good father that he is and it's funny you brought up consistency because that's what he was showing me he said some of the people are still not consistent in the things of god and so it's not producing a result for them and if it's not producing a result for them i'm not the issue lakeisha it's their consistency and that's the issue so when we're breaking this down and we're looking at this in isaiah 58 then god will god will restructure you during the fast God will restructure you. God will bring you to the ends of yourself. God is going to show you where your eyes have not been open. God is not going to show, going to, going to show you how your eyes are not been open. Kim said procrastination. That's good. Do you know God will reroute your schedule and give you a brand new schedule so that things don't interfere with him? He'll put some things in place. He'll give you strategies for all kinds of things. So let me just share this little very important part of the very first part of Isaiah 58. It says the Lord exposes the shallow worship of his people. That's what he was doing. The Lord was exposing the shallow worship of his people. He was saying to them, your worship is shallow. Your worship is shallow. Your worship is shallow. You think you're really doing something and your worship is shallow. It says God's people ask, why do our prayers go unanswered? And he's saying to them, because your worship is shallow. Your obedience, your worship is shallow. Yeah, you acknowledge me. Yeah, you're doing all this thing. But he was basically telling them, you got a real shallow worship right now. You got a real shallow worship. Your worship isn't to the depth that you think your worship is. Your worship isn't what I need your worship to look like. 
Worship is obedience, right? It's not if you got all these sacrifices, but you're not obeying. And so he was saying to them, your worship is shallow. <laughs> the things that you've been doing is shallow. The things that you've been doing don't have depth. Just because you're saying, Lord, Lord, doesn't mean you're going to enter the kingdom of heaven. Just because you look like the words you write on your wall look like Christ don't mean that what you're doing right now is of God or right standing with God or where God wants you to be. And so that was the very first thing that he was revealing to them. Your worship shallow. <laughs> your worship is so your worship is so shallow. You say you seek in me day and you delight and you know my ways and that you're righteous and you but you forsaking some of the things that I'm asking you to do. I asked you to do. I've asked you to obey me in some certain areas and you're still in the same behavior. And we'll think because we quote scripture, we're we at church and we're doing all these other things and we're missing the key moments with God. When God is like, no, your obedience to me needs to look, your love walk needs to change, right? Yeah, I'm, I, and so that's what he, that's the very first thing that he's revealing to them. So apparently their eyes are open, uh, there's some light on in some areas, but there's very dark in other areas. And he's saying, if you're fasting and when we get into the depth of this, you're going to be like, oh my God, if, if your worship wasn't shallow, if your prayers weren't shallow, if your requests weren't shallow, then there would be an answer. <laughs> then I would answer then yokes will be destroyed. Then things will be broken. But because there's a shallowness to what you've been doing, nothing is manifesting at the capacity that it's supposed to manifest. Um, James four says to James four says to us, um, you adulterous people, and this is the fourth verse, and I'm going to get more into this this week. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or do you think scripture says without reason that he jealously longs for the spirit he has caused to dwell in us, but he gives us more grace? That's why the scripture says God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. You wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and well. Change your laughter to mourning, your joy to glue. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he's going to lift you up. He's going to lift you up. So when you back up to the third verse, it says, When you ask, you do not receive, because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. So in a, a fast reveals to you your shallowness in God. It reveals to you the depth of what your relationship looks like, right? And a lot of times we evaluate, it's a wisdom that'll come to you from God and it changes your behavior towards people, towards how you operate, um, towards what happens, towards what manifests and the way that that wisdom comes and the way you know that that wisdom is in place and how we're responding to people, to things and, and other things around us. I hope that makes sense. I know some of y'all are like, because that's how I was this morning when I was reading. I was like, oh, okay. There's a shallowness to your worship, right? And when there's a shallowness to your worship or a shallowness to your prayers, then they're not going to get answered. And then the depth of God that needs to transform or change your life is not manifesting or happening. So immediately your prayers should be like, Lord, um, 
Where is this shallowness in me? Where is this shallowness in me? Where have I been too shallow? Yeah, Jeanette, that's real. That That's real. Show me the deeper things in you and show me where I've been shallow. And it will surprise you. The year that I was fasting and the year that um, I spent almost in a fast. And I'm talking about I'm preaching and teaching the word of God. I'm preaching and teaching the word of God. I done walked into ministry full time. And in that fast, he began to reveal so many shallow places in me, places in which I had not dug into the depths of him, that it began to open me up and be like, oh my gosh. And then revelation began to come in his word. And a lot of that he showed me even through um, the eyes of my heart and understanding the parable of the soils. If you get a chance today, read the parable of the sower. Um, and, and look, yeah, me too, Tia, guilty, very guilty. Read the parable of the sower and look at what kind of soil and ask the Holy Spirit, show me what my soil looks like. Do I have stony soil? Do I have fertile soil? Um, some of us haven't even broken to, through bedrock and bedrock is the hard place before you get to the rich place. Bedrock is the hard place. Bedrock can be at the very top or bedrock can go down. And it depends a lot on religion and some other things that have gotten into you. I mean, gotten into our lives or that prevent us. So read the parable of the sower and ask God to help you hear not with your natural ears, but your spiritual ears so that you can see. It's in Matthew. I think it's the 13th. I think it's the 13th chapter. Um, ask him to show you what your soil looks like, your heart, the fertility of your soil, and where have you been shallow? Because that's the only thing that's going to kind of help you get through this week and understanding why you need to fast and understanding how often you need to fast and understanding where I need to grow in the areas of God is getting the dealing with the parable of the sower. I mean, dealing with the fertility of your heart and the shallowness because you can be doing and moving in that church and serving and still be sh shallow <laughs> and still be so shallow and not even realize you're shallow or your words are empty or your prayers are being empty and you praying like crazy every day. And ain't no power in your prayers and ain't no movement in your prayers, right? Uh, hold on. So, uh, I'm getting something. And then we're going to get out of here. Yeah, here we go. You can read um, the parable of the sower in Luke 8, Matthew 13. I like Matthew's version of the parable of the sower. I like Matthew 13 best. That's my favorite one to read. So just read the parable of the tough, tough soils and ask the Holy Spirit to show you where your heart is in this and where does it look like. It says, um, and behold, the sower went forth to sow his seeds. 
Um, and it came to pass as he sowed some seeds, they fell by the wayside and it was trodden underfoot in the birds. So some of those seeds didn't even get planted and the birds of heaven came and devoured it up and others fell upon rocky places on the rock, hardened hearts where it had much, not earth and straightway it sprang up because it had no deepness of the earth. And when the sun was risen, it was scorched and because it had no root, it withered away. And as soon as it grew, it withered away because it had had no moisture, had no living water, no Holy Spirit, and others fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up with it and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. What are the thorn? And others fell into the good ground and grew and brought forth a hundredfold and yielded fruit. So ask the Lord to show you um, just where your heart is so that you can receive these and receive and ask lord what have, what like what's been choking me out where am i not wet where am i not tapped into the holy spirit where are there things just ask him because a lot of that has to do with what your eyes have been focused on a lot of that has to do with the fact that your heart is not open in an area to god and then the enemy can choke out the word is not taking root then it's not manifesting and i'm not growing that's why sometimes you can spend years before the lord and then not come into revelation till later and you'll be like all this time i've been serving you all this time i've been for you be before you but i've been real shallow real shallow with no depth real shallow our words are evidence of whether or not we're shallow or not our words are evidence and whether or not that's why i said be careful with coming becoming commonplace with the word of god because it reveal it'll reveal something to you but it also shows where there's no depth okay let's go we've been on here long enough today i told myself i was only going to be on here 30 minutes and we're turning this devotional into 45 minutes to almost an hour which i'm not i'm not going to quench the holy spirit ever but i want to be sensitive to god and sensitive to his timing not not lakeisha's timing um and so it is 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 and so I just we we're studying that. We're studying it's more than the it's it's spending more time reading and understanding the word of God, but you can spend all the time in the world reading and spending and studying the word of God and have no revelation. And have no revelation. Have no revelation whatsoever. You will have no revelation and you'll have no fruit producing. And every day you in the word of God and every day you study it, every time you read, but you have no revelation. You have no Holy Spirit and the word is not taking root in you. Yeah, position of authority over you are in position of authority over your body. But if you don't have revelation of that as well, you move, you can spend every day in the word of God. I see people do it all the time. We, I did it. I did it for years. I did it for years. I did it for years in my word every day, studying my word every day, listening to scripture, but no revelation because my heart wasn't fertile and the Holy Spirit wasn't at work and I couldn't receive and walk into the things of God like I needed to because I didn't understand my righteousness and a whole lot of other stuff. And my eyes weren't open in so many areas. And I thought, oh, I was so, there was enmity between me and God in some areas because I was trusting the world system more than I was trusting God, right? 
That was some real conversation we had this morning, wasn't it? That's some real conversation we had this morning. I felt like y'all were in my living room and we were having real talk. It was some real conversation this morning. It was some real, real conversation this morning. There is a depth to God that is more than just religious saying and doing and all that other stuff. It's a relationship with God that God is trying to restructure and rebuild. God created you uh, for his glory and you were created to um, commune with him daily and you were created to walk with him and be intimate with him. All of that comes with a relationship with God. It's not just religious ordinances. It's not just creeds and oaths. It's a divine encounter and relationship with your father who gave birth to you. He just used your mother's womb. <laughs> if you can ever get revelation of that, it'll change your life. Your father who gave birth to you, but just used your mother's womb. He just only used your mother's womb. He, you are the breath of God. <laughs> father God, I thank you for your people today. Help them to understand that they are your very breath. Mm. They, they were created for your glory and by your glory. Lord God, let the Holy Spirit do a greater work in them today. Father God, show us any areas in our life in which our heart is hardened, which we've just been in religious jargon and doing religious things and not in the depth of you. Lord God, reveal to us the shallow places. Reveal to us the shallow places. Reveal to us where we're not digging deeper. Reveal to us where our eyes are not open, Lord God, so that we can serve you. So we can serve you, Lord God. So that we can love you. So we can be your conduit on your earth and people can eat properly off our tree. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for all you're revealing to us today in your word. Now, Father God, for the person that's lost, the person that's yet not been able to make a step to accept you as Christ. We're praying for their hearts. We're praying for their mind. We're praying for their soul. We're praying for their spirit. We're thanking you, Father God. You're giving them wisdom and revelation today. And if you are that person, if you are that person, if you are that person that has not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, or even if you're that person that accepted him and you're still struggling in your walk, let us disciple you. Let us give you a, a, a way and help you understand really what God's very best for you. I promise you, it does not look like religion has shown you. It does not look like things you've thought. There is such a peace. There is, thank you. There is such a love of God. There is such a an amazing thing where God is concerned. And I want to make sure, I want to be that person that leads you into a closer walk and a deeper revelation of who God is. I'm praying today that the fertileness of your heart is, oh, that your heart becomes fertile to the things of God, that you're getting revelation of who he is, that you're getting revelation of who he is so that you can walk into the fullness of God and have a depth of relationship with him and that your heart is not hardened. That's why one of the things we pray Ezekiel, I think it's 36 and 26 or 26 and 36. I may be saying it backwards. We pray for our hearts to be a heart of flesh. We pray for other people to have a heart of flesh because of a heart that is hardened is not flesh. 
let me give you um let, let, it's just not it's not it's no revelation in it um it's just a stony heart or it's a hardened heart and it's hardened to the things of god and it'll it'll not because where god is there's gentleness there's love there's grace there's peace there's mercy there's joy there's forgiveness all of those things are wrapped into the things of god and when we get revelation for that it'll change i'm so grateful for everyone one of you log on to lakeishamjohnson.com i'll see you guys back here uh in the morning and we're gonna attempt to turn this back into a 30 minute devotional and not an hour devotional i love you guys so much do me a favor i need you to go be loved today and if you're having a hard time being love in action then ask god to deal with the heart and places in your heart because it's kingdom it's kingdom to live in love. It's kingdom to walk in love. It's kingdom to be inspired by the Holy Spirit. It's kingdom to understand that you're the very breath of God. My God, that's powerful. You're the very breath of God. And to get that revelation will change your life. I love y'all so much. Holy Spirit, is there anything else I need to reveal to your people today? Lord God, show me the areas, anything I left out. I only want to be obedient to your word. I don't want to rush the things of God. Lord God, reveal to them who they are, who they are, reveal to them their fruitfulness. We thank you, Lord God, for all you are and all you called us to be. Mm. And all you called us to be. If thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.